The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us. Jesus replied, Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen, I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So in last week's Gospel, the disciples were arguing about who is the greatest in the kingdom. And, and then Jesus said, right, whoever will be greatest among you must be the least of all and the servant of all. And, and so then John sort of points this other thing out to him. And, and so sometimes we do that, you know, when, when our Lord starts speaking into our own hearts, we're like, yeah, but look at that guy over there. Right? And, and so John, John says, Master, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we tried to prevent them. And And so, so the problem's not with me, it's with that other person over there. And, and we tried to stick up for you. And then the Lord says, there's no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. Don't prevent him. Whoever is not against us is for us. And, and, it, and it just brings out this kind of reality that that sometimes, like, we do the same thing. Like, sometimes when, when our Lord wants to speak into our own hearts, uh, the easiest thing for us to do is to look at everybody else in the world or to look at the world at large and just say, like, the world is so bad. Oh, my gosh, the world is so bad. And we talk about the world. And, and, but yet, like, my own heart isn't so good. You know, and that happens in, in the first reading, too, from the book of Numbers. We have the same kind of a story where... 
where Moses had prayed to the Lord for helpers and, and 70 were going to be anointed by the Spirit. And, and as the Spirit comes down upon the camp where they were, they start prophesying. And then somebody notices somebody who wasn't in the camp is also prophesying and they sort of go to Moses and com- complain about this. And, and, and Moses' response, right? Like, are you jealous for my sake? Like, are you jealous for my sake? Are you upset that they have a gift for the sake of me? As if, like, I'm somehow less because more people have gifts. Right? As if I'm somehow less because more people have gifts. You know, and do we ever feel like that? Do we ever feel like, oh, when somebody else has gifts, like somehow that means there's something wrong with me? You know, and it happens sometimes. You know, it happens sometimes. Like sometimes I might like be talking to someone about you know, like a certain priest and, and say like, oh, like, like that, that, that priest is such an amazing preacher. And then somebody will be like, yeah, but I'm really good at administration and I'm really good at this and I'm really good at this. And I'm really, like, like somehow complimenting somebody means like there's something wrong with me. You know, it means there's something wrong with me. It would be like every single time somebody's like, Father, Father Barrick was such a holy person. And I'm just like, oh, that means I must stink. Like that means what? Like, it happens sometimes, right? It happens sometimes. It doesn't bother me. It's just an interesting thing. Because sometimes our hearts become jealous because of somebody else's goodness. And whenever that happens, you know, whenever that kind of, like, jealousy is one of those sins or comparison, it's one of those sins, it's like, sins, it's like a symptom sin, where when it starts manifesting itself, it usually means okay, there's something in my own heart that's not surrendered. There's something in my own life that I need to look at. If we find ourselves excessively looking at the world and talking about how bad it is, there's probably something in our own hearts that we need to look at. And, and that's what our Lord gets to in the gospel. Because then he starts talking about sin. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he'd be thrown into the sea. Like the worst thing we can do is cause someone else to sin. And so, so what we really need to do when we start, you know, looking at the world or being jealous or being envious or, or being resentful or, or whatever it is, is to start looking at our own hearts and, and really working on our own holiness and And so our Lord then calls his disciples to a greater degree of holiness. So if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. And and if if I followed that literally, I I don't know what I would have left. It might be my nose maybe because I don't have very much like smell sin. However, there are, there are other things, right? There are other things. You know, if, if reading social media for an hour every day gets me so worked up that I'm really, like, like, not very pleasant to be around, maybe I should cut that off. Or if somebody is struggling with, like, purity of heart and, 
and the thing that gets them in trouble is when they start off on like watching YouTube videos. Like maybe they need to stop watching YouTube for the rest of their life or at least for a while. Right? If there's a certain group of people that might get you in trouble. You know, if excessive food gets you in trouble, like whatever it might be, okay, I need to get rid of that because it's an occasion of sin. It's something that gets in the way of my relationship with our Lord. And the most important thing is my own conversion. The most important thing and the first thing that any of us has to do is to get sin out of our life. And the purpose of getting sin out of our life, of course, is to make space for grace. It's to make space for our Lord. You know, and the way that we get sin out of our life, of course, of course, is like to surrender that to our Lord and to allow our Lord's love to come into our hearts. And we do that especially in the sacrament of reconciliation when we make a really good confession. When we make a complete confession. We do it also in the way that we choose to spend our time. And do we, do, we, do we have times of the day where we just remember to remember, right? Remember to remember that we remember to remember what our Lord has done for us in our life. And these things can be very simple. It can be just simply like just part of your morning ritual is to just like stop and make an examination of your day. It can, only, it can take as little as a minute just ask God's forgiveness for whatever happened the day before and to ask his grace to get you through the rest of the day and to ask you to, to him to help you to avoid whatever sin might enter into your life or whatever jealousy or whatever resentment or whatever it is that gets in the way. Because as we continue to do that, as we work on our own hearts and we work on our own holiness, then the fruits of the Spirit, they do become visible in our lives and, and our lives become more exciting and our lives become more dynamic and we become more joyful. And our Lord starts to do things in our life that we never thought were possible. And when we look at somebody else who does well, we just are like, thank God for that person who's doing well. And we're not threatened by new people or new ideas or new ways that our Lord is working because it just becomes like an amazing thing to wonder over, to have, mar- <laughs> to have awe at the amazing things that he's doing. And as we go deeper into our own conversion, and that's where our Lord is calling his disciples, you know, in in the midst of their own bickering or their own jealousy or looking at the world, and he's calling them to their own conversion. Because it's in that space that they'll learn the gospel that they will proclaim after his passion and death and resurrection. Because when they really receive, when we receive mercy, then we're able to extend mercy. And every single day of our lives, we can say something like, the Almighty has done great things for me.
And it truly is an amazing gift to be able to do that. To be able to do that and, and to build up the kingdom in that way. And surely we live in a world that's in need of being built up. We, need, we live in a world that's in need of renewal. And our Lord desires that renewal. But that renewal starts with our own hearts. And then as our hearts are renewed, our Lord just starts doing things. You know, like last week was an amazing week and I'm just like really excited about it. And because um, I did, I had a brother priest come on retreat last week and, and it was just, it was, it was a privilege to be able to watch how our Lord worked in his life for four days. And, and every single day there was like another new kind of a breakthrough that happened. And it, and it was a gift to be able to, to, in some small way, be able to see how the Lord has done great things, and he's doing great things here in this place. And my heart was really filled with gratitude for, for all of the parishioners and all of you who prayed um, just for that small part of the mission, and, and those of you who brought food and showed hospitality and and really helped bring renewal. Because when I say that the conversion starts with our own hearts and the renewal starts with our own hearts, like when we think about the church, it, it starts with the hearts of us as priests. Because we have to be renewed in order to have joy to bring to people. And as much as we can help somebody like that, then we help like a thousand people. And this week we start the Bishop's Appeal for Vocations, and, and this week I'm really just asking everyone to pray, and uh, in the back when you leave, you'll see this brochure, and then you can all take one home, and, and there's a picture of all the seminarians inside, you can put it on your refrigerator and pray for them. And, um, and that, that appeal, of course, is for the education of our seminarians. And it's a way of supporting them, you know, and it's a way of supporting those who have decided to give their lives to our Lord in a particular way. And again, the most important way that we support them is in our prayers, in prayers that our Lord truly works conversion in their life so that they're ready to go out and proclaim the gospel. But along with that also comes like that monetary support that pays for their education. And then next week, we'll, we'll have pledge cards out and, and things like that. You know, without the support of the people of the diocese and, and many of you, I wouldn't be standing here right now. And I wouldn't have had that experience that I had last week, and I wouldn't have the experience of the, just the joy that I have being your pastor every single day. And, and so I also am filled with gratitude for that. And so today, let us pray that that we truly keep our eyes fixed on our Lord and we keep our eyes fixed on what is most important. That our Lord banish from our hearts all spirits of jealousy or envy or comparison. And that we truly pursue holiness each and every day. that we may be a light that shines in the darkness of our world, 
that we may be witnesses to the great things that the Lord has done for us.